Hey, what's going on, Cream Pyres and Death Defiers? Co-host Mike here. Uh, I just want to start this episode uh, a little differently uh, with a PSA. Uh, first things first, I want to say the second half of this episode is going to be uh, the audio is not going to be the best because Dan decided to get with his diver buddies down in Honduras and do an impromptu interview. The content may be fire, but the audio is not, so blame Dan for that. And then also we wanted to take this opportunity to announce that we have a winner of the Golden Cream Pie Contest, a.k.a. the Golden Ticket Contest, but Stedman decided to call it the Golden Cream Pie Contest. Uh, it is Jamie from Arizona. So Jamie from Arizona, you'll, you'll be getting your uh, stuff here soon, and we're going to have her have a like a 10-15 minute guest spot on the show. Just kind of call in, talk about why she loves us, why she's obsessed with the show, why she's our biggest fan, all that stuff. So um, yeah, so enjoy the episode, everybody. Welcome to episode 21 of The Smoke Pit. Wah, wah, wah. The fucking amazing podcast. <laughs> what, a, what a weird opening. <laughs> Globally syndicated. That's right. Award winning. <laughs> <laughs> We've won several awards. Gluten free. Uh, paternity lawsuits. Those are awards, right? They're worth their weight in gold. <laughs> <laughs> you have been awarded custody. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Um, how much do you think your life would change if you had a kid right now? At this second? Yeah. Like if like there was a knock on the studio door and there was some like gypsy looking lady. Yeah. And she had like a little uh, a little bundle. Yeah. You just had like really big pointy ears <laughs> and like obscure freckles. Like this, this is yours. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. You like look down and he's like immensely pale and he's got like a, a, like a mini corn cob for a pacifier and you're like, okay, that's mine. He's covered in tattoos. <laughs> that is so, my child. <laughs> so how would your life change? Oh, I don't know. Um... Uh, I assume for the better, probably give me a uh, sense of purpose, uh, goals, you know, a sense of happiness and pride again. Uh, so probably be really bad <laughs> <laughs> for the content of the show. <laughs> no, so like, would you ever consider adopting? I have thought about that. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, like if, um, you know, the situation is right, like, you know, maybe, you, uh, you know, you, you meet somebody who already has a family and you consolidate that way. Like mm-hmm. I've, I was adopted and I've, I've given a lot of, uh, of good thought to that. Yeah, no, 100%. I feel like, yeah, adoption is definitely the way to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, if I had a kid right now, mm-hmm. man, I don't think I'd be fucking good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I can barely take care of myself. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would have to become a mother overnight. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be watching so many YouTube videos. Exactly, yeah. Like, how not to kill a child accidentally. How to breastfeed. <laughs> yeah, like, shout out to all those uh, single parents out there. For real, uh, though, yeah. that, that hold that shit down Whew. by themselves. Yeah, no thank you. Yeah, that, that's um, that, that's more than I am capable of dealing with. A thousand percent, yes. Yeah. So my name is Dan Sharp. I am the host of the podcast. My co-host, who is burping, is burping as you will come to love if you listen to the show more. <laughs> Mike <laughs> Sensi. Hello, Mike Fucking Sensi. Mike Fucking Sensi. Our executive producer, uh, called EP to avoid confusion, is Mike Stedman. And you can find us all on uh, Instagram. All the social medias. Yeah, yeah all the social medias. Go, go follow them. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. Give uh, us good reviews. Well, if you if you just search Mike Sinti on Instagram, you're going to find a lot of fake profiles. Yeah. So have fun. So we have two new sponsors for the show, and I think it's actually a really interesting topic because one's a nonprofit and one is actually not a real sponsor. It's just a product that I, like, laughed, ugly laughed when I saw <laughs> and I bought it. So I assume you want to start with the product? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mike's Hot Honey. Oh, my God. Wah, wah, wah. That's the hot sauce he got for me, and uh, he thinks it's the f- the punniest thing ever. It yeah, because it's Mike's, Mike's Hot, hot Honey. honey. Yeah. And so if you've ever wanted Mike's Hot Honey <laughs> to dribble down your lips and chin, Jesus Christ. you can buy it now. 
Usually you just get it for free. <laughs> <laughs> but now you can buy it. But now you can buy it. Yeah. FDA approved. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So You're so proud of yourself. I am so proud. Because <laughs> you know, and yes, even yeah. said thank you yet. I did. That's the first thing I said. No, you said what the fuck is this? Well, that's my thank you. <laughs> and so you weren't referring to like the product because I woke you up from a drunk nap, so you were just yeah, like yeah. a confused child, just yeah. confused to reality, just seeing like, shapes. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is this? Yeah, he's on the studio couch. I'm like, hey, Mike's time to record. He's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm like, it's life. Calm down. <laughs> Here you go. And I gave him a bottle, and yeah. he just starts nursing on it. Yeah, of Mike's hot honey. <laughs> 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 yeah, and so uh, the second one is an organization that I actually just spent a week with in, uh, on the island of Roatan in Honduras. Let's hear about it. Warfighter Scuba. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, you can check them out at warfighterscuba.org. Um, uh, yeah, so they are uh, an organization started by a former infantry marine, and it's to help combat wounded vets with uh, either amputations or PTSD or whatever. And it's, or whatever, you know. Or whatever. You <laughs> stepped on a Lego, yeah. you qualify. <laughs> whatever ails you. <laughs> yeah, whatever ails you. A woman broke your heart, get your ass <laughs> down here. And they are a fantastic organization. They, um, they they help combat wound events. They bring them down to Honduras, um, this really cool island. And uh, you do fucking scuba diving. Yeah, absolutely. So while I was down there, I got my uh, my certification for basic open water, uh, nitrox, and advanced adventurer. Mm. Yeah. So legally, I am an advanced adventurer. It's about fucking time. Yeah, you know, <laughs> about time I have a permit. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now I, because we had talked about this before. No bullshit. Like I was thinking about changing my middle name to Danger. It's true. Yeah, you've thought yeah. It multiple times. Yeah, and to the point where you're just like, you know, I will fucking pay for it if you just shut up. It's true. <laughs> it's true. That's how most of our conversations end <laughs> with that sentence. Yeah. So we um, uh, we, we definitely look into that now. Yeah. Yeah. But. Super fucking amazing experience. Like, um, my first thought was like, oh, Honduras, like, murder capital of the world, right? Mm. You know, like, actually, I'm not going to make that joke. It's very out of taste. (laughs) It was about you. About me? Yeah, but I'm trying to clean up my act. I appreciate that. Well, now I want to (laughs) know. I'll tell you offline. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, and if you want to (laughs) know, just DM the page. DM the page. There's like six people that I won't tell it to, though. Fair enough. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, what do the ducks say to the waiter? Put it on my bill. <laughs> and that'll be the joke. Whew, we just lost so many listeners. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I get down there. Very small airport. Um, but I mean, you get off the plane, and it kind of reminded me a lot of when I was in Guantanamo Bay. You know, it's right on the water, and you know, beautiful views, and the rock structures, and the, the wildlife and stuff are pretty much the same. Because it's at, like, the very southwest uh, bottom part of the uh, the Caribbean mm-hmm. or the Caribbean if you're fancy sure you know if you're Johnny Depp <laughs> uh, depending on how much rum you have it starts at the beginning of the night the Caribbean and the Caribbean <laughs> by the end of the night and so it's a, uh, a couple hundred miles I think south of Cancun and so it's like right there in Central America and it's very much a Central American island but it's also got like a cool beach town vibe too nice and so you could tell, like, you're in Central America. It was a little bit in the cut. And I was like, all right, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. And I look over, and there's, like, uh, we're, we stop at a gas station. It was, like, a stone store away from the airport. And uh, there's a guy sitting there, and he's got this big fuck-off uh, pump-action shotgun. Mm. And I, I you know, tapped the guy who picked me up, Nick Powers. Great guy, former Marine, the guy who started it. And I was like, Nick, like, well, what the fuck? Like, yeah. are we about to get robbed? <laughs> he's like, no, no, no. Anywhere there's money, uh, there's armed security. Mm. And he's like, that's why there's so little crime on the island, because they will just shoot you. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. 
So all the bad guys have been killed. <laughs> so it's a very <laughs> safe island now. Success. Yeah, and also it's a huge tourist port. Um, so, you know, the country wants to keep it safe for, mm. you know, that revenue. Yeah. So anytime that there's, like, any uh, hooligans, you know, all right. feeding or whatever, they literally send the special forces in there, mm. El Tigre, <laughs> and they sweep the fucking island and just blah, blah. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, no more graffiti. Yeah. <laughs> Did you pay for those Pringles? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so the exchange rate was great. It was, like, 25 of their dollars to one of ours mm. and so it was like super cheap like i got a nice. uh, beer a red bull and like a bag of chips for like two bucks a mike sensi dinner <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh, so fucking amazing and yeah. so we went diving and just clear water absolutely gorgeous like i can't i can't talk up this place enough nice so if you're combat wounded um, you know, check out uh, Warfighter Scuba. They're on social media as well. Um, if you're not, please consider donating and supporting them. They, they, they treated me really well while good, I was down man, there. Good, man, good. I only got three fingers in the butt. Exactly. Well, that's just customary. <laughs> yeah, but see, like, the thing was, is, like, there's a Japanese prank that's called Concho. <laughs> if our EP will stop making noise. Um, you <laughs> clasp your fingers together like this. And those of you who watch Naruto, I know what I'm talking about. Right, right. And when somebody bends over, you give them a thousand years of pain. Oh, okay. It was right in the butthole. Wow. And there's actually pictures here, and I'll, I'll pull it up while I'm talking, of me getting the concho. <laughs> and so that was two fingers. So you might ask yourself, where did the one finger come in? Exactly, but yeah. that's for another episode. Wow, so many secrets this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we uh, we get down there, and it was just so cool to be able to get in the water and um, yeah, use the, the gear and learn the skills and do, like, the, the immediate and remedial action drills. Like, what do you do if you lose your respirator mm-hmm. or if, like, you run out of air or if something goes wrong, you mm-hmm. know? And now I'll pull that up later. I'm going to forget what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. So there, there was a, there's a few highlights, right? Yeah. And uh, one of the ones is we went down to like 115 feet and we uh, scuba dive the shipwreck. Uh, El Aguilar, I think it was, was the Eagle. You know, like oh, all, okay. like everything has really badass names. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And we swam through the shipwreck, which was fucking awesome because like, you know, who, who fucking gets to do that? And at this depth, you're you're breathing like four times the Earth atmosphere. Like there's four times more pressure, so you're breathing four times as much air, basically. Yeah. And uh, you know, so you have to be very um, uh, very cognizant of like your your levels and your depth and your consumption and all that stuff. And so a lot goes into it. So it's a, like almost like a form of therapy, you know, nice. like well, not almost, but like meditation. Yeah, yeah. Because like you have to be, you have to focus on your breathing. Because not to be dramatic, but like any breath could be your last. Hundred percent. You know, like if your gear fails or if you get stuck somewhere. Like, you know, you have to swim to your buddy and, like, use their reserve, you know, like, you have to be, you know, on, on the fucking ball. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like a form of meditation, uh, you know, just being down there. And so we're at, like, 100, 115 feet, and we see this fucking sea turtle. I'm like, all right, that's dope. So we went swimming with the sea turtle. Yeah. We saw eagle rays, and, you know, I gave him a piece of my mind because what his cousin did to Steve Irwin. Mm. You know, mm. Stingray mm. bastards. R.I.P. 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 Steve. Mm. And, you know, we saw barracudas and eels and giant lobsters and shrimp, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah. It was the second largest coral reef system in the world, and it's the healthiest. Nice. So it's not as big as the Great Barrier Reef, but it's bigger than all the others, and it's healthier than the Great Barrier Reef beautiful and then i ran to this other turtle like maybe five minutes later and this one was an asshole <laughs> yeah he started coming after me and i was like oh get back miss turtle man yeah yeah, yeah. You, you need to get well, bit t- turtles are known for being chill so this is this is news to me yeah so this turtle was possibly a terrorist oh okay, you know, those, oh, okay. he had affiliation those, yeah those reports aren't confirmed yet but right, I right. my suspicion that's fair that's like fair. he had jihad in his eyes mm, mm, you know mm, and mm. i was like get back yeah. <laughs> and it's just sickening that these terrorist turtles, you know, no. target wounded veterans, <laughs> you know, for that is something that's not talked about enough. <laughs> yeah. It's really not. Yeah. <laughs> and 
<laughs> so we also did a night dive where we, uh, after we got all our certifications, we kind of went on like a little moto run, but in like dive form. Oh, cool. And we went through some uh, coral reef tunnels at nighttime, which is fucking terrifying. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. Yeah. We had like a surefire. So it was like a horror movie, you know? Nope. And if you watch the videos on my, um, on my YouTube and uh, hopefully we get EP to do like a picture in picture mm-hmm. uh, for, for a YouTube video. Uh, if not, just like cut it out or whatever. But <laughs> check us out on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, It's like a fucking horror movie because it's like all you hear is your breathing. It's like it's only like Darth Vader's like, yeah, and like your single beam of light mm-hmm. and all these fucked up creatures like living in the coral, <laughs> fish looking at you, <laughs> fingers in your butt, like, it's just it's just wild. A thousand years of pain, Gancho. <laughs> <laughs> and I get to this point where I'm like, wow, man, like I'm I'm doing this, like I. You know, I'm like 30, 40, 50 feet under um, at this point, you know, just going through these, you know, little coral reef tunnels or it wasn't anything like super complex yeah. or I wasn't like exploring uncharted area. Like I had dive masters and instructors with me, you know, it was a very charted course, it was straight line and there were several breaks in the overhead. Yeah. So I got a lot of angry messages from fucking <laughs> tryhards. Really? Yeah. Like, oh, I fucking did scuba back oh, in 2012 okay. and yeah, yeah. You know, so you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, dude, like, chill. I once went underwater. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Cool. I am currently taking a bath. That's right. <laughs> now my phone's ruined. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm like, man, like, wow, this is crazy. Like, there's people out there that, like, explore, like, deep, deep shipwrecks or do, like, underwater welding. Yeah. Or, you know, they go uh, tunnel exploring and they find, like, geological fucking uh, gems that are important to, like, the knowledge of humanity and, you know, like, precious metals and artifacts or, you know, remains of like sailors that you know they excavate and now that person gets to be buried in their hometown you know mm-hmm. and i was like you know it's like i'm not scared at all like it's a little scary at first but now i've like coming into it and i was like maybe i could be this guy yeah. like maybe i'm the guy that does this you know like i and then i got stuck <laughs> <laughs> like i was like nope i'm not that guy i'm not that guy like you panic <laughs> And then, you know, sure enough, like, I was like, okay, like, you know, I remember the brief, I remember the training, and so I just had to, like, shimmy my way through, and I was fine, you know? Yeah, yeah. And nobody even had to help me. I just have this, like, thing of, like, Winnie the Pooh stuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> your ass is just out. <laughs> yeah, exactly like yeah. that. Um, <laughs> and so it was, it, was, it was definitely interesting, because, like, your life is in your own hands right. at that point. If you come up too quickly, you can hurt yourself. If you, know, you get yourself fucking stuck, like, you could get yourself injured, but then if somebody tries to help, you can get them fucked up, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so other than that, it, it was a great experience, man. Like, I've been posting a lot of videos on my story. People find it pretty therapeutic. No, the, I mean, the videos you posted looked really, uh, really beautiful. Yeah, it was gorgeous, yeah. man. Made me miss Hawaii. I used to spearfish, and yeah, just having that, that sense of freedom and just like like that little bit of fear because it's open ocean and it's the unknown, and yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like having unprotected sex with girls, you know? No, it's just, just, like, just, just the bees knees <laughs> yeah it's like it, it feels amazing physically but there's a little ting of danger there yeah, you know it shouldn't be tingling <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, i've been trying to convince mike to go get his uh his certification so we can I dive should, together I should but but in my defense i'm lazy <laughs> i drink a lot and i forget so yeah that's why i keep bothering me. <laughs> 
So if uh, if you'd like to see Mike and I go scuba diving, visit mikecreampiedme.com. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, buy yourself some combat comb over pomade with our discount code SMOKE. Uh, no, cream pie. pie. Yeah, cream pie. Um, and then send Mike an angry message <laughs> with your new styled hair. Exactly. And yes. hopefully he'll respect your drip so much because Oof, you'll be looking so true. good. I do that, respect a good drip. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the tingle. The tingle. Ugh. Yeah, and so you'll, your style will be on point, and so yeah. he'll respect you more, and then we, he and I can go uh, scuba diving. That's fair. This is all on you, people. Yeah, it's all on you. Um, you know, we, we thought about asking uh, EP Mike, but he's actually got a fear of um, shit underwater. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like uh, I, d- I didn't tell him this because I didn't want to get anxiety. I didn't want to be able to see the fear in his eyes. <laughs> but we were wait- We were doing what's called a drift dive where you like fuck off and then like the boat comes and picks you up because you have to like put a buoy up. But you put the buoy up because there's other boats. And so you're like, for like a hot minute, this buoy's sticking out like, all right, hey, nobody fucking manatee us. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Nobody run us over. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also with a lot of dives, you have to kind of do like a, a safety stop so that way yep. like, the gases and shit, you know. Mm. And... Uh, so we're there doing our, our safety stop, and like all of a sudden I hear this boat, and I'm like, "Where the fuck is it?" <laughs> like, I'm, "Where the fuck is it?" And then I look at my dive calculator, or my dive computer, and I was like, "I need to fucking get down like yeah. deeper, you know? <laughs> like, like I don't know how fucking f- deep this person's like rotor or you know like yeah, their yeah. their thing goes." And so the idea, like, I didn't know where this fucking boat was, and that potentially this weird Honduran boat could decapitate me. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I was probably safely underneath the water and I had instructors that aren't going to let me fucking kill myself. Well. But it was just a fear, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I was like, oh, God. Like, Ugh. EP, could you do that? Mm. Could you do that? Oh, fuck no. No? No. <laughs> and, but the water was so clear that, like, when we did the shipwreck, like, as soon as we got in the water, like, you could look down and you could see the boat underneath you, like, 90, 80, 90 feet. Yeah. Because it was a, a 230-foot-long boat. Damn. And, like, the water was so fucking clear that, like, you could look out and just, like, see the expanse. And one of the coolest parts of the whole uh, trip is we went to the edge of the seawall. And it's, like, where the coral reef kind of, like, died off. And then it was a steep drop. And then it was just, like, open fucking ocean. That's dope. And, like, I looked at that and I was like, man, that's where all the fucking sharks and giant squids (laughs) and mermaids, Mm -hmm. you know. And then, you know, I swam out there and I was like, I'm going to find the mermaid cheeks. I'm going to clap them. Yes, here I come. I'm about to raid Area 51. I'm about to raid Atlantis. Here I come, Ariel. Everybody's cheeks getting clapped. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Part of that world. (laughs) (laughs) What is this called? (laughs) And I'm like, it's called chlamydia. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thingamabob no chlamydia lady <laughs> no you you really know no, you you need, yeah, yeah seriously you need to go get checked <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so uh i think that would be awesome to get an underwater gopro and just watch ep just freak out yeah yeah for sure you know like, oh, what's that what's that? that we should do that we should do like our own kind of fear factors so yeah. we could i can confront birds he yeah. can confront the drake depths and you can confront uh just being happy yeah yeah but like here's happiness i'm like ah, oh, no, yeah, yeah. get away from me <laughs> not in this house <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But then what will I have to make memes about? <laughs> exactly. Robbing me of my social media career, you <laughs> monster. <laughs> Doing this for us. <laughs> yeah, and so but other than that, it was it was these like small little experiences that kinda like really stick out. Like um everybody was fucking strapped down there as far as oh, like, yeah. security. But they didn't have like clocks like you're used to seeing here in America. They all had like these big irons on their hip. Yeah. Where it was like a Western, like this dude's got this massive fucking revolver. Yeah, something he got from the mystery box. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They're like, man, I really hope like no more than three people attack. Because you know, otherwise he's going to have to reload. Exactly. And, and they're all dressed like um, like paramilitary. Like They have like the jump boots mm-hmm. that are bloused, you know, and like the tactical gear and the hat and all that stuff wow. like that. So 
yeah, it was it was definitely really interesting because I felt like I was in Central America. Yeah, know? yeah. Like, I've never been to that part of the world before. I've been to a lot of other places, and like when you're in Cuba, like they had like uh, fucking Glocks and yeah. like, MP5s yeah. and M16s and stuff, but here it was all like shotguns and revolvers. <laughs> So like you, <laughs> they play for keeps. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you're playing like Goldeneye and you put like the or like Call of Duty or whatever. Yeah. You put the mods. It's like all right, only pistols and shotguns. Yeah, exactly. No cheating, guys. <laughs> no cheating. <laughs> Come on, guys. And then also like the food was amazing too. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah but I burnt the fuck out of my tongue, um, like the second day I was there, because uh, I was trying to eat healthier, right? Sure. And they're like, you look oh, good. You look oh, good. Thank you. You're welcome. And uh, they're like, the special of the day is like a, a carrot and ginger sh- soup. And I was like, all right, well, that sounds like some, what somebody who hates himself would eat. Exactly, yeah. So, like, Someone with a six-pack would eat. <laughs> yeah, and so I'm going to eat that. And it burnt the fuck out of my tongue. Nice. And uh, and Nick was like, oh, so how's it taste? And I was like, I can't fucking taste anything. You know, like, my tongue's burnt. I thought I was very explicit <laughs> with all the profanity <laughs> on how I burnt my tongue. Right. But if I had to say, uh, some sort of, like, eclectic, hipster, wizardry bullshit yeah. is what it tasted like. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and yeah. So if you went to, a, like, a chef and you're like, I I want then describe that. Yeah, yeah. That's the soup you would get. <laughs> mm, tastes like sweat and defeat. It's like, <laughs> yes, yes. And so my absolute favorite part of the trip, though. Yeah. I got some local residents to watch the podcast. Oh, nice. And they liked it. Good. Yeah. Um, the thing is, though, is that they said uh, that you look like you had the flu. Mm. <laughs> they watch it on YouTube. And Listen, I said you were just hungover. That's just what I look like, right? I'm pale and I'm hungover pretty much 90% of the time we record. So this is what I look like, people. <laughs> like, why is he sweating so much? Yeah, I, I'm just dying. He's got dengue fever. <laughs> Have you tried shooting me in the face? <laughs> um, so I was like, no, he's just hungover. Well, yeah. that didn't translate so well. You know, okay. You know, they're not bitches. Right. <laughs> they don't get hungover. Listen, I ain't no bitch, but I, I, I'm hungover a lot, so. But but to be fair, yeah, to be fair, yeah the uh, the pure v- uh, volume of alcohol that you consume, hmm. like I, I think that would kill most uh, Hondurans. Oh, a thousand percent, yeah. Because yeah, they're small people. Now I've told people my liver is going to outlive my entire body for sure. If if I'm not dead yet, I'm not going to die. I'm invincible. Yeah. So like, um, he got he has a healing factor like Wolverine, mm-hmm. but it's only to his liver. Just the liver, strictly <laughs> yeah. the liver. Yeah. It is working overtime. Yeah, it's even for uh, someone with X-Men abilities, it's like, woof. Yeah. And so um, it didn't exactly translate to hungover. And so, but they have a saying, though, that is, uh, uh, yo tengo goma, mm-hmm. which is more or less, if I mispronounce it, fuck you, um, <laughs> I have the rubber. Oh, wow. Yeah, because like, you know, like when you're hungover, you feel kind of rubbery. Oh, okay, you know, like, okay. Yeah. Swaying back and forth, yeah. Which is hilarious because you never use rubbers. This is all full circle. <laughs> <laughs> Very well constructed uh, yeah, exactly. story. Good job, man. This Thank is you. good. <laughs> yeah, and, and so like I, I thought that was very funny. And also met some Marines down there. Yeah, uh, they showed me that. Yeah, they were on a, a MAGTAF group. Yeah. Um, they, were, they were down there. And small, uh, small fucking world, even smaller Marine Corps. I was actually uh, this guy's combat instructor at Infantry Officer Course in Quantico awesome. back in like 2009. That's so cool. Yeah, and I guess like uh, when once uh, you know Florida veteran meme popped off and my face started getting out there more. Mm-hmm. He's like, wait a second, I fucking remember that yeah, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> no, that stupid fucking face. <laughs> yeah, I know that stupid fuck. <laughs> Dumb fuck. Dumb fucking idiot. <laughs> Follow. <laughs> Follow. <laughs> and yeah, but the the fact that like I was in Honduras and like we found a podcast listener, mm-hmm. that's just that's just super humbling. That's so fucking cool. Yeah. yeah and so we appreciate, you know, everybody out there because if you're listening to this podcast, like you're not alone. Yeah. Like there's a lot of people out there that uh, feel the same way you do. They have a lot of the same troubles and experiences. 
and somebody replied to something on one of my uh, my memes, and it's just like, oh, you know, like how how do you always hit the nail on the head so much? I'm like, look, I'm just a guy, right? Like uh, I, you know, fucking laughed in the smoke pit, I sweat in the foxhole, yeah, you know, and like I I just understand what you've been through. Yeah, I mean, if we're gonna suck our own dicks, I did an interview with another show recently, and he let's was, hear it. He was no, I just I mean, be a quick quick suck, but he uh, he was kind of like. When I listen to your guys' show, I literally feel like I should pour a drink or light up a cigarette and like just sit there. I feel like I'm back with the boys bullshit. And then he's kind of like, how do you do it? Same question. I was like, honestly, man, I feel like we uh, were kind of cheating in this because we just took something that every single person who serves or even doesn't serve or uh, does something like that does. And that's bullshit with the boys. And like we took it, we slapped a label on it, and now here we are. 5,000 cream pie jokes later so <laughs> it's honestly I just feel like we're cheating so I do I genuinely appreciate everybody that listens yeah you're absolutely right because that's one of the best aspects of being in the military yeah. is you know like heading out to the smoke pit you know mm-hmm. hoping that you can catch one of them slutty s1 girls yeah you know? absolutely yeah. yeah see what all the gossip is yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. all right any uh any anything else that you want to talk about before we run out of time uh no man just uh I love you very much, and uh, <laughs> uh, thank you for your service. Yeah, so coming up after this, um, I actually recorded a little bit uh, with Warfighter Scuba and one of the other um, divers that was there. Yeah. Uh, Jenna Backen. Uh, she was an Army vet who uh, got two Purple Hearts. Badass. Yeah, much like AJ, not very good at war. Right, right, exactly. Keep getting hit, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> somebody's going to be mad at me for yeah, that. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And yes, we sat down, we recorded a little bit. Um, so I was in Honduras when it was recorded. So not only that, but then the fact that EP has got to put his hands on it. So oh, I apologize man. if it's not up to snuff. It's but... going to be in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing's going to be in Spanish. Telemundo. Yeah, how do you even do that? No, necesito tu vasos de agua. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, but also make sure you check out Strike Force Energy. Um, I brought some down with me and customs mm. didn't freak out. Yeah. It was kind of kind of a joke. Yeah. Like, they just, like, touch my nipples, and they're like, you're good. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, you're super good. <laughs> and <laughs> like, I was like, wait a second. Are yeah. you even customs? And he ran away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, figured his shift was over. It was EP Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so check them out. Smoke Pit is our discount code. Also check out grillyourassoff.com. Uh, they got awesome seasoning. Um, put that shit on your food. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. And yeah. if you're going to buy it, buy the Pop Smoke flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pop Smoke Fajita discount code is also Smoke Pit. Mm-hmm. So if you're white and you're tired of the stereotype that you don't season your chicken, get that shit. <laughs> Vicious stereotype. Vicious. <laughs> yeah, the fact that England invaded 200 countries looking for spice. Like, <laughs> it's one of those things where you're like, really? Like, white, the whitest of the whites. <laughs> um, AJ and Garen's ancestors. That's right. Just cream pied the world. <laughs> That's why like 200 fucking countries have Independence Day. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So we're uh, we're gonna go ahead and kick over to that audio, and I uh, hope you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Smoke Pit. We are here in beautiful Roatan, Honduras, and I have my guests. Uh, would you care to introduce yourself? Jenna Bakken. Nick Bowers. And we are here with Warfighter Scuba, <laughs> uh, an amazing organization that helps uh, combat wounded veterans uh, discover their passion for scuba diving. And so we're on a small island down here in the Caribbean where it meets Central America. Absolutely beautiful uh, area. But I got to say, 
when it comes to scuba diving, I, I remember seeing this meme. It was like this really obese, like American woman, probably from like Milwaukee or something. Definitely a cruise shipper. Yeah, and uh, the guy that you'd see like on a cruise ship complaining about how expensive sunblock is because she needs like thirty gallons for one of her chins. And she's on this like little moped underwater scooter thing, and it's like when you hear the Titanic sunk with three thousand pounds of garlic bread, and she's like on me way, like a pirate, you know. Yeah. And I actually saw one of these scooters. Yeah. Uh, it was at a local dive shop where uh, you know where tourists comes in and they could rent them, but they only go down like what, like eight feet. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of funny. Actually, one of our board members, um, Jeff Bryson, runs a, an operation that does that here. Yeah. I constantly make fun of him, not only because <laughs> he's an MP. I'm sorry. But um, they look fun. They <laughs> See, look fun. MPs like must a, stick together. <laughs> it's like an underwater motorcycle, you know. Yeah. If it was like an underwater motorcycle, I would definitely be on it. But those things go like I don't even think it go a mile an hour because that's actually we pretty fast underwater. We but soup it up. Put put some nitrix on it. Maybe maybe we could do a special <laughs> warfighter version at, at Ocean Connections and, and have one that goes deeper than eight feet and a lot faster, but. Typically, we're underwater diving, and, and we see this herd of. And the best way I can explain it is like Wally, that movie where yeah. you got all the super fat people that are too lazy to walk and everything. Oh God, I'm going to get so much hell for saying that, but you see this herd no of body shaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, you see this herd of like these yellow scooters just kind of bobbing along, and you're looking at them like. Dude, scuba is so much better. Than, I mean, I'm, I'm down here with the turtles, or I'm with the, the fish and, and everything, and you're like just up there in this weird bubble. I don't know. It, it's not for me, but you can definitely try it on one of your next trips. We'll try it. And we'll laugh at you. So I'll have just you, bail and come back. Have you seen any uh, anything super crazy while you've been diving down here? I know we've seen some crazy things in the last few days. Uh... No, I think the craziest thing that I saw was actually, it happened to me. My wife and I were filming for a travel channel. Uh, they were doing like this underwater special or whatever, and they were going to like different underwater hotels and restaurants and things. And I actually showed you guys at West End that, that guy that has a submarine. Well, my wife went down in that and I was scuba diving outside of it at like 60 feet with the cameraman. And, um, you know, the whole training where it teaches you like, don't dive if you're sick or yeah. the best way to prevent sinus squeeze is what? Don't die. Bingo. Yeah. Well, I was trying. That to is a testable question. You uh, remember that? You will yeah. be tested on this later. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I decided like I could barely talk. My throat was swollen shut, and um, they were like, "Are you sure?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine. I'm a dive master. I'm fine. I'm good." Well, at 60 feet, my my throat like swollen shut, and I couldn't breathe. So I had to do that emergency ascent that I taught you guys and said last case. Like, well, that was pretty much my last, last chance. Case. Um, so they're in the submarine and and they just see me go like, oh shit, and shoot to the surface. And I like basically punched the cameraman and did this. And it was like six foot, it was just, it was not, like everything about that day said don't dive, but we did it anyway. Um, that was like my weirdest, wildest experience. And yeah. unfortunately it was with me, which I guess is better <laughs> than having one of my students have that happen. Right. But Yeah, um, and for those of you who don't really have the ability to, uh, to put that in context for you know the, the Marines out there who don't quite understand numbers, uh, 60 feet was at like six stories, five stories. Figure 10 feet a story, yeah. So six stories. Yeah, so you're six like stories. Two barracks buildings. Yeah, you're uh, you're two story or six. <laughs> so you got me confused. You're six stories <laughs> underwater. <laughs> you're six stories underwater, and you realize, oh fuck, there's a problem. Yeah, it's not a fun situation. I mean, you couldn't have stuck a toothpick up my butthole at that moment. I like, it was so <laughs> like. 
And normally it's kind of loose. I mean, you've, you've heard it pretty much all week. So yeah, the food down here is, um, it's flapping in the wind. <laughs> it, it is delicious, but boy, man, it comes out quickly. It, it announces itself like a gay dude at a party, you know, yeah. like Liberace kicking down the door. I have arrived. Yeah, well, I guess you left one of those earlier because she said you needed to go to the doctor. Yeah, I might need to go to the hospital. <laughs> hospital. And so you skipped the doctor straight to the ER. Something has died inside of you. Yeah, hopes and dreams, my friends. <laughs> hopes and dreams. Yeah, the I think the, um, I guess the craziest thing that happened uh, to us while we were down here is... Um, like I think we're at like 60 or 70 feet and all of a sudden like my regulator just starts going like blah, 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 blah. And like, I'm like, fuck man, I already use more air than anybody else. Like I can't afford to like lose any. And so just like an old radio, like I kind of pulled it out of my mouth. I bopped it once. I looked at it and stopped. And I was like, okay, like back to diving. Yeah. It was like old fucking, we were talking about the radios, you mm -hmm. know, like the drop test, man. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you drop it and it doesn't work then take it to calm and tell them it's broken. <laughs> Lance Corporal, the radio doesn't work. Well, boot, did you kick it yet? Hi, <laughs> Lance Corporal. It's Rock, not working. Now it works. <laughs> oh yeah, it's working. So as far as um, anybody who wants to get into the sport or, you know, have uh, get into it recreationally, um, what advice do you have as far as what are the good aspects of the dive community and diving, and what are some um, things that people should stay away from, or some of like the I guess you could say the uh, the more toxic traits, no pun intended, as far as uh, oxygen. oxygen. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 got its pros and cons, just like everything. I mean, the dive community itself is pretty tight, which is awesome. So it's kind of almost resembling of the military community you know, like or the veteran community. yeah you, you've got a, a small tight-knit group i mean let's face it diving is is not a natural thing like people are actually scared to death of it because you're going into the ocean and apparently sharks just eat every human on the planet so why would you want to go underwater and breathe out of a, a tank and and risk that but really um it's amazing i mean you guys have saw all week with the experiences you had i mean it took a while to find some turtles which is rare here um, normally turtles are on every dive, but we got your turtles and you can see how peaceful Finally. it is. Yeah. Right. Um, but with everything good comes the bad. I mean, there, unfortunately there's people who have been in this industry for, well, it's, you know, let's just face it since, since the seventies when scuba became recreational and blah, blah, blah. And I know everything and I'm a master diver and you get these people that kind of push everybody away because they're, they're assholes. And because you don't know something and you ask a question, they treat you like, a pile of shit kind of like when you're a boot ass pfc yeah. or a private and you go up to your corporal and you don't know something then you get fucked with yeah because you know? um as soon as i got my certification the first thing i did was got a condor hat with the patches it says diver <laughs> or warfighter scuba on here like i became the tactical diver bro you yeah. know i got the shirt with the alpha the flag on queer. it you know uh, unfortunately yeah. we carry that along i mean I was, <laughs> I was definitely kind of a gear queer when i was in yeah i'm, I'm officially a gear queer when it comes to scuba i gotta have all the nice gucci shit so yeah um when i designed this stuff yeah i, I brought along some aspects you know especially with the patches because everybody likes patches right? oh yeah for sure um but yeah no it's it's you know if you unfortunately if you run into a person like that just take it take it you know with a grain of salt and don't let that person push you away from this this industry because it really is amazing um and they're starting to fade out because they are getting the archaic <laughs> dinosaurs you know the new generation is taking over and it's a good thing that we don't typically act that way so if you don't know something i'll explain it to you you know 
I don't think right, you guys felt ostracized like ostracized for right. not knowing. Even though that's kind of how we, you know, we we dig at each other and have fun and stuff. If you guys had a question, I didn't, you know, at least you can tell me now. I never made you feel <laughs> stupid, right? Yeah, because no. <laughs> yeah, uh, I always felt like you know, being on the group, like I'm the weak link. You know, I'm the newest diver there. I'm the least experienced. If something goes wrong, it's probably going to be my fault. And I need to be able to pay attention to everything because I don't want to be the reason that somebody, you know, gets injured or, you know, drowns or gets decompression sickness because we had to come up too quickly. And so, like, I was, you know, super fucking nervous about that. And especially, like, when we're going through, like, you know, the the coral tunnels at night, yeah. I was like, man, like, if I get fucking stuck down here, one, I'm probably going to die. Two, if I survive, I'm never going to hear the end of this. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, that would be something that you... It would live long past your grave for sure because that's how you'd be remembered. Yeah, and then it's just like legacy getting you know, stuck, getting in, stuck the in the coral. Yeah. Yeah, fucking PT yourself or, lunchbox, or like bulldozing through some of it. Yeah, you're trying to hot dog and showboat, and then you'll get in trouble with the environmentalists. Oh, fucking hippies! You, right? you killed the environment. Just want you to know that single handedly. Yeah. If if global warming happens, it's from this guy. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> Yeah, uh, okay, next topic. Anyways. I was hoping oh we to cut that out because of fucking, I was going to say some very choice words, but people need to beat their children. Oh, yeah. It sounds like they are beating their children. It's Honduras, so I mean, like, I mean, apparently everybody thinks it's the murder capital of the world. Someone might be getting murdered right now. I mean, good on them. Like, they <laughs> should be quiet, you know, like have some decency. All right, so we, um, we, we talked about some of the, the goods and the bads, uh, some of the crazy things that we happened, but now let's take the opportunity to get to know Nick a little bit better and figure out how Warfighter Scuba, uh, Scuba came to be. Let's see here. So you served in the Marine Corps. Yes, sir. And you were in for like three heartbeats. Yeah, I did my, my four and out. I, uh, I had a hard time keeping my mouth shut, so yeah. it definitely was not an organization that, that smiled highly on people that question things so and and he's and if you can't tell the the height disparity he's six seven so you can imagine he got shot at a lot like when the, the sniper's laying <laughs> in prone target. and he's looking at the patrol and he's like all right because this marine course would be like five two five three five four five one six That's seven five bitch. three wait a second <laughs> he must be in charge he's the biggest no but the funny thing is is i went to msg school unfortunately i got dropped like the day before graduation, long story. Um, we won't get into it. It was bullshit. But um, because I called with the pistol, the TO, like the task order said, anybody who's called has to carry it. So I had this piece of shit Beretta. Like you could shake it and the barrel was just flopping Yeah, I mean, around. you might as well just throw it. Exactly. Half, half the patrols yeah. I went on, I didn't even load it because it was like, what's the There's point? Values. And I forgot. Um, but, you know, the whole thing with pistols in Iraq, right? Like that was like a sign of power and authority because Saddam would execute people. So yeah. A, people would get scared because they saw it, but B, I was the tallest motherfucker out there and I was like, oh God, every sniper is going to think I'm like the fucking platoon commander or something and I'm going to get the first shot because I've got a pistol on my leg. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm just a little Lance Corporal and it's like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one but, of my buddies was a squad leader and he uh, he went to Dermo and got a bunch of like uh, three foot whips and uh, uh, t- 10 foot uh, poles here for, for the radio. Mm-hmm. And he uh, he had like everyone in the squad put one in their patrol pack, 
And because he's just like confused everybody. Yeah, because he's like, and again, he he's like uh, AJ. He's like six three, so he's the tallest guy in the squad. And you know, he's got the fucking squad leader radio. You know, the RTO has has the big one, but you know, he's got the little M biter with the. And so he's like, yeah, I'm not getting fucking popped because like, everybody's getting shot. Yeah. Fuck this. <laughs> and then he like he wanted to have everybody to have like no rank on their flag jacket and right. stuff. And so his patrol comes back in after some like two week opera whatever. And uh, whatever fucking asshole uh, was in charge of the patrol base was like. Why does everybody have a radio? Why does nobody have rank? And he's like, well, you know, I'm trying to keep the enemy uh, guessing. Yeah, guessing. Yeah. I'm not trying not to be complacent so they can figure out who our, uh, our TTPs are and stuff, you know? And the guy's like, oh, you can't fucking do that. Like, you're going to wear your fucking rank and nobody's wearing these antennas. And he's like, really? And it's just like, all right, well, don't tell anybody until we leave the wire. <laughs> we'll just change, like, right before and yeah. right after, yeah. It's like you have your, you know, your uh, your assault position, your attack position. Like, your attack position, the last cover and concealed position before you begin the uh, the assault phase. And then that's where they put all the shit in. Yeah, so they leave the wire, take a little fucking 360 screen. Set up. Yep. Set up and then fucking punch <laughs> out. And then on the way back in, as they're requesting to enter friendly lines again, it's just like, all right, everybody. Stash it. <laughs> Stash that shit. <laughs> Nobody got caught. All right, and so how do you transition, you know, from stacking fucking bodies and then slaying fucking dragons? Yeah, I think the only time I did that was in boot camp when we were bayoneting the fucking dummies. <laughs> um, no, how do you I transitioned from that to warfighter scuba. I had a hard time getting out. You know, like my issues with depression, and everything definitely came from my my booze habits. Um, but I, uh, I actually got out of it a lot from going back to Iraq and contracting, uh, making the big bucks. But um, I contracted for about three years after I got out of the Marine Corps. Uh, blew my back out for the last time. Got six herniated discs now, uh, four in my lumbar, two in my thoracic. And that was basically like, okay, there's no more playing, you know, G.I. Joe or anything. Um, well, if you weren't a fucking brontosaurus. Like, <laughs> yeah. You maybe, so much spine to fucking break. Maybe you tell that to, like, everyone in the Marine Corps. Like, the bigger you are, like, you should carry less shit because your center of gravity is a little bit different than everybody. So give yeah. it to the smaller guys, you know. I'll throw you under the bus now. Um, <laughs> no, because the Marine Corps has that sick joke that's like, oh, you're five foot one. Here's the saw. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're already struggling. Yeah. Here's an extra ammo can. Like, Dragging fuck the you. barrel on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. You want to be weak? Here's a mortar too. <laughs> like, <laughs> Stop bitching. <laughs> Stop fucking bitching. Your life could be worse. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I bounced around everywhere. Did my whole issue with my own suicide tendencies and drinking and lots of drinking. Um, but we moved down to, to Roatan and uh, I got back into scuba diving. I got certified when I was 12 with my dad. Never took any kind of insight into like actually doing it when I was stationed in Hawaii like an idiot. I was too busy drinking when we were in the field or whatever. And um, yeah, so I got back into it and like immediately it was like, holy shit, like this is amazing. You know, talked to some of my buddies who were like got their, their scuba bubbles in. Um, asked them what they felt like whenever they're, they're either training or just fun diving or whatever. And they said the same thing, like, it's just relaxing, you know, you're weightless, you're not thinking about shit. You're just thinking about the present moment and, or what you might have to do. And told them what, what about starting something like Warfighter? And they're all like, yeah, you should do it. And that's kind of how it was. It was just kind of like a, a group chat and turned into just starting it up. And luckily a lot of the dive centers and, and uh, equipment manufacturers have been super um, super supportive and, and, you know, they donate us gear or the amount of money that we have to pay, like for the diving is nothing. I mean, the resort you're staying at Infinity Bay, they donate all the rooms for everybody. So you get to stay in these, these beautiful rooms. Unfortunately, yeah. you heard some of the loud noises from outside. It does get a little, 
loud like any hotel but honestly i mean what do you guys have to say about the resort it's phenomenal I mean, it's right? beautiful, beautiful yeah we're right there's an infinity pool right there yep. that leads to the beach like yep. it's literally paradise yeah you know yeah. meet up every morning right there on the beach at the dock and take off and go on the boat or do a shore dive and i don't know it's just kind of like a for years i tried to to give back you know to the veteran community for everything that we've given and, and kind of my like survivor's guilt complex of you know my friends that died in iraq and um just all the stupid shit that you see over there but um you know this one finally stuck because it was actually something productive in life it's teaching you a new skill that you can use in over 70 percent of the world you know yeah. and and something that forces you to get out of your head and you know it's not a, a drinking group that just leads to more stupid shit yeah. <laughs> more trouble <laughs> usually a big group crying fest of <laughs> yeah, just depression <laughs> yeah so you know i don't think i've had anybody cry who's come through here yet i mean i was crying on the dive yeah. but that was unrelated i couldn't see it because your mask was so fucked that's up. why my mask was so ah, fucked yeah. tears tears now yeah. it makes sense yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so uh, Jenna was uh, was injured uh, in combat, and uh, so as you know, a, a wounded warrior coming through this program, uh, how does this compare to other things that you've done? Uh, I'm a bit big advocate for recreational type therapies, you know, hiking, biking, kayaking, and I have to say, you know, this is the first activity that I felt like I can do it independently. You know, I need. I can't bike for long because I can't sit because of my hip and my back fusion. I can't hike without my dog. He has to pull me up the mountains. Thank God he's 150 pounds like yeah. a little mini horse. Yeah, I, you can I, ride your dog yeah, for I mean, sure. I, I, I work him hard. I'm like, come up, up. You know, I can't do it myself. Um, but, but with this, I can put the gear on. I get into the water. I'm, I'm weightless. And I have the mobility that I don't have on land. Not only that, but like Nick said, all you're thinking about is the present moment. It's it's serene, it's relaxing. I'm thinking about my breathing and just looking at a whole nother world down there. It's it's almost undescribable, but truly one of the best recreational things I've ever done for my PTS and my anxiety. I fell in love with it. Awesome. Well, folks, you heard it there. Uh, Nick, where can we find you? Warfighterscuba.org. And are you on social media? Yes. I try. <laughs> He's actually hard. taught me a lot of good stuff on Instagram because I have no idea. And, and another veteran who came through, Jay Fain, He's been yelling at me consistently. You need to post more content and do this. And it's like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, you can find us, I think, under the, not hashtag, under the user tag name. Yeah, username, username. Uh, at WarfighterScuba on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and YouTube dot com forward slash warfighter scuba fantastic and so uh you primarily tailor towards uh combat wounded veterans mm -hmm. however if a uh, if other veteran uh, who wasn't combat wounded they want to dive um, what kind of separate um, program or kind of uh, deal do, do you have for them so any active duty or, or veteran regardless of combat status um injuries etc uh, i will personally donate my time and teach you scuba diving for free um, I can also negotiate good rates at this hotel or many others on the island. Um, but if you're able to pay your way here, um, I'll definitely cover all the scuba diving under Warfighter Scuba because I want to. I want this to be a skill that you know as many people as possible can enjoy and hopefully prevent any kind of 
mental issues, depression, yeah. suicide, you know, God forbid, but um, anything to help put another tool in, in somebody's kit to, to just enjoy life more. Yeah, and um, and if uh, people are already certified, they can come down here mm -hmm. and you kind of give them a once over in the pool, so yeah. make sure they don't get yeah. you killed out in the ocean. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah we can do a refresher, and um, you know, uh, we we cater, we we use Infinity Divers here at, at Infinity Bay, and um, you know, we can cater to whatever. Sorry, I'm trying not to hiccup. All right, and so um, if you're not able to come out here to dive with them, please consider donating. Um, whatever you have, whether it you know, be a dollar or if you know any company who is looking to give grants or charitable donations, especially before tax season uh, comes to an end, uh, check out warfighterscuba.org and yes, um, be as generous as you would want somebody to be to you. Yeah, and, and I, can, I can say, and you know, I'll gladly show you any financials that you require beforehand, 100% of the funds go towards the vet. I don't, I don't take any kind of salary or anything. Uh, everything goes to the veterans that come through the program or any active duty um, that wants to come down and, and, and also join in on scuba diving. So Yeah, and this island has been nothing but, but safe and accommodating and welcoming beautiful. and beautiful. Yeah. Uh, we're, uh, what do you say, like 80 miles away from the mainland? 32. Okay, 80. Your math is terrible. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. But a math Maybe, doctor. Well, 1.6, whatever that uh, would be. So still, that's like 70 something, right? Oh, close to. Uh, so 80 right. kilometers. 80. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, so we're 30 miles or so away from the mainland on you know, this beautiful island of Roatan and uh, sports divers. Uh, com actually ranked Roatan as the best spot to go uh, uh, scuba diving in the Caribbean. Yep. Because you have shipwrecks, you have... Uh, we have the healthiest reef system in the entire world right yeah, now. Yeah, the healthiest reef system is the second largest uh, in the world. Um, it's a paradise for extroverts, uh, is, is what they said, because you can do all sorts of uh, water sports, not mm -hmm. just scuba diving, but, you know, fishing and jet skiing and... And all that, and the uh, the exchange rate is great. There's armed security everywhere, um, which I don't really feel like it's necessary, but it's nice to have. Yeah, probably, yeah. someone probably don't even have any rounds for any of the weapons <laughs> either. It's just a show of force, right? Like in Kuwait. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Ugandans at all the bases have like one mag, like, and it's not even full. You know? It's like taped to their buttstock. Actually, if ISIS is listening to this, never mind. They're all fully kitted out. Don't mess with them. No, but they really are. Like, we saw one guy with a Vepper, like, out in town. Like, yeah, that was those, high speed. Yeah, yeah for those of you guys who uh, know about guns, it's like an AK-style 12-gauge with, like, a banana mag. Yeah. yeah. it's pretty sick for That was for definitely, like, the most high-speed rifle yeah. weapon system I've seen here. Normally, it's, like, some shitty revolver that's probably <laughs> rusted shut or whatever. So, any, uh, any final thoughts for, for our listeners? Uh, no, I mean, if this is something, like, you know, uh, we've had guys who have come through and... Uh, they've been terrified of the water uh, and they've left and absolutely enjoy scuba diving now. So regardless of what your, what's the word, um, reservation, yeah, yeah, apprehensions might be about getting in the ocean, I can promise you a shark's not going to bite you, okay? Um, I can promise you you're not going to drown. I mean, you really got to screw something up to drown when you're scuba diving, right? Yeah. Um, what else? I mean, it, this is quite literally one of the safest and easiest experiences that you can have in life and it can bring so much joy almost anywhere in the world. Um, so you're not really kind of limited. I mean, if you got like a, a crap ass lake behind your house, you can still dive that and have fun because you're weightless and you're still experiencing all the things and you're seeing a totally different environment. Um, so I would just say leave any kind of apprehension. Um, 
behind you and, and jump jump in you know no pun intended, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> or maybe there was um all right well uh thank you so much for joining us uh nick and jenna uh, please check them out at warfighterscuba.org uh warfighter scuba on various social medias and bye bye, bye.